This is your host Trevor, and this is Fixie's Playground. This is officially episode five, and tonight I am going to be talking to a guest who's from out of town, and he's not even from Texas. He's living a lot further away. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, guest. What's up? My name is Alex, and uh, you know I'm from New York, but I currently reside in North Carolina. I love it down here in the South, more freedom. The uh, South. And, uh, <laughs> You know, I'm 24. I mean, it's the South for me, man. I'm a, I'm from up north, can, up north. Can, can so. you really say North Carolina is the South when it has North in it? I mean, I'm just, you know. I mean, yeah, bro. I mean, it's still the South. Where's Where's the I mean, Mason Dixon well, line? It's below Virginia, is right? It, I mean, it, Virginia yeah. is Southern. Is it Is it the Mason Dixon line that that decides like what South is from there? Yeah, and that runs. That runs, I think, through what Pennsylvania and all that. I think nonsense. I don't. I don't know anymore, bro. I used to know. But it just—it's ironic to say it's North North Carolina is is the South, you know. Uh, I've been to North Carolina a couple of times. Hey man, out here you can carry guns. Go a little bit further north, you can't. That's how I know the difference. Yeah, don't go <laughs> don't go to New York if you want to carry guns. I can tell don't you that. Go to now. New York if you want to have freedom. I can tell you that much. <laughs> that makes me kind of sad, man. I I lived in New Jersey, like I told you, and uh, I've been to New York plenty of times. I lived in Northern New Jersey, so. New York City was about forty five minute trip from where I lived. Um I even I lived there during nine eleven too. So, you know, I was there for all of that. Um I I went to school with kids who whose parents I still remember being in school. Yeah, I I went to school with kids whose parents worked at the World Trade Center. It was a crazy day. But the the point is is uh even New Jersey kinda had strict gun laws back then because my, my dad had a pistol. But he had a um, he had like a federal license to carry it, and um, they tried giving him shit for it in New Jersey, and my dad's like, "Fuck y'all, Second Amendment." And then he showed him the federal the federal uh, license to carry, and like they, they let him off with a warning. And he's like, "Look, he's like, I take the ATF license, I guess." I I have no idea, man. I just remember it being utterly stupid. I was like, "Y'all giving my dad this much shit over a, a, a handgun." Like that he uses for protection. A legally owned handgun. Here. Yeah, a legally owned handgun, which like he's got no other offenses. He's not doing anything wrong, but you're giving him, you know, you're yeah. hassling him well, for think, what? Just because you don't like guns? I think in the last year, um, the Supreme Court overruled the New York City's uh, gun laws because someone over there they tried to like you know fuck him <laughs> over. And he took him to court, and he took it all the way to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court was like, yeah, he, he can legally own weapons and carry them in your state. It doesn't matter what y'all say, you know. You know, I'd, I'd argue that uh, when you consider, like, a, a driver's license um, and, you know, things of that nature, those li- and, and even a marriage license, uh, those things are considered uh, luxuries and privileges. Um, and you know, essentially has become a right, but those licenses are universal regardless of the state you go to. Yet, something that is literally written in our Bill of Rights is treated such, uh, like, as if it's not that important and every state has a right to make their own decision on that. And I'm, I'm a firm believer in states' rights, but how can you sit here and be like, well, we're going to recognize the license that came from Tennessee, regardless of the fact that this kid is 15 and over here got to be 18, he's already got his license. We just have to recognize it. But oh, you have a you have a federal license for your firearm, but we're gonna try to 
that, that that don't mean nothing here. Yeah, like it, it just it, it doesn't make well, sense. And, and that's and it sucks too because you know the state can give you that shit, and you literally have to go through the process of of taking them to a federal court. And and having the federal court basically be like, look, y'all can't fucking do this, you know, it's kind of sad that it's like that. And I, I mean, I, good. I think I think that if we were to truly challenge most in any gun legislation, um, and had the finances and the money to really do it, uh, I I think we could argue that most gun legislation infringes on your right, um, and therefore is unconstitutional. Pretty much, um, I've had these discussions with people. The problem is, is enough of us are like, there's some things that we're just like, okay, we're okay with that. Like, you want to have a background check before we just give a gun to somebody? Most of us are like, you know what, that's not a bad idea. We give background checks before we hire people to work at our job. It's it's always fun fun to listen to people. It's when you start getting down into that slippery slope of not giving people guns. Yeah. Um, uh... And why? And who decides what is the reason not to and what isn't? Like you ever that talk to somebody? Like you ever talk to somebody who's like, "Yeah, the 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 gun show loopholes." And I'm like, "Have have you ever been to a gun show?" Like, like yeah, like do you know what a gun show loophole you, you know is? What about? Like, I live I live in <laughs> Southern Louisiana, and I've been to a gun show. And if you want to buy a gun, they do a background check on you, right there. Like they yeah, check. Majority of them do. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that there might not be backroom deals going on, but but what I'm saying legally. No, the gun show loophole applies to the to the fact of like if I purchased a gun from you directly, that's technically within the gun show loophole where I legally just purchased a firearm and you legally just sold it. So long as you um, pay taxes on the money that I just paid you for that firearm. That that sale is is legal and and I think protected under the gun show loophole. Um, and I think that that's where you have to pay more attention. Is is the the deals that happen uh, behind closed well, doors it's, where it's, you don't know if the people are, are operating with integrity. It's, it's personal sales, is what it is. I have a shotgun. I I want to get rid of the shotgun, so I sell it to my buddy. So he gives me. $300 for it. I give them the shotgun and we go about our business and no one ever knows. And and that's probably what people are talking about. But those kinds of things don't like, don't really happen by gun show people. Like they might meet up at a gun show and have a transaction. The people between who are themselves, buying guns but... like that. Oh, oh, they're not committing crimes. The people who are committing crimes are already criminals. Well, that's, <laughs> like, but, but that's why saying, is like, more law is gonna stop that. It, but it's it's not the laws. Like we already had prohibition with alcohol. We saw how well that turned out. We had a war on drugs. You saw how well that turned out. All you're gonna. I mean, do, I'm Italian, so I'm down to go back to prohibition. <laughs> I, I mean, that's no. Like the the point is, is if the more you try to make guns illegal, yeah, boys, let's go. We can make some money. Yeah, yeah. What? It's not. It's not gonna happen. Like the more you try to make guns illegal, the more people are gonna buy them, and then you're just gonna create a black market, and you're gonna turn a bunch of legal owners into Check illegal out owners. The war on drugs. Well, that's what I'm saying. Um, the the war on drugs is ridiculous. Um, the war on guns is ridiculous. I like, sit here smoking. Yeah, yeah. About. <laughs> I mean, the the fact that. Weed isn't legal in all fifty states at this point is just stupid to me. Um, but I mean, you know, but you got to look at the history for that and follow the money. 
Oh, and to find out I mean, who and why it's still illegal. Well, it was, you know, and for once, we can sit here and say, hey, hey big tobacco is our ally for once. <laughs> you know? Because they're pushing to legalize this as much as anyone else. Well, because yeah, they, they want to make wanna, a profit. They want to get into um, it, man. They want to sell it like it, everyone else. You would think far, the big pharma would want to get involved in it, too, because it's eventually going to happen. They might as well join and help us push it forward while they can get ahead of it and make tons of money on it. I mean, because then they just sell all different types and reasons why you need the weed. Yeah, the, You know what I mean? The problem is and, you and already that's what have, they do now with medications. You already have tons of states who have legalized it to at some point. Like Even medical marijuana is legalized in most states. It's just recreational that isn't. And then my whole thing is, is why does North Carolina for whatever reason? Oh, I mean, not Louisiana yet either. Like, I think we just passed a, a medical, like they're allowed to, to do it medicinally, but not recreationally. Um, and I, I mean, if, if you're going to let people drink, I don't see why you can't let them smoke weed. You know, if you want to debate the merits of like heroin, well, then North that's Carolina, one thing. Like, but. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think a fun fact about North Carolina is like we have some of the most densely populated areas with like the most medical professionals oh, really? in the state that's crazy and yet yeah so like when when covid happened um well because we have the research triangle we have unc we have duke we have uh nc state and uh, we have ecu and all these other you know campuses where they study a lot and a lot about heart surgeries or or brain or, or even weed and stuff we were one of the first states to legalize cbd for instance yeah right um and, and so the the thing that baffles me is how we could have so many medical professionals and a research triangle right here in our state and be so far behind states like colorado and seattle yeah just and even new york even New York, hey, shit, we're behind Montana, bro. Like, <laughs> like, I, I was mind blown to find out in such a conservative state like Montana to go out there and find out that they have had the medicinal setup for longer than even California. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I didn't know that. But, uh, I don't know I'm, if you knew that, but it's been medicinally legal there longer than it's been medicinally legal in any other state, I believe. Honestly, though, I'm not surprised by Montana. Like, knowing the people I did up there and their mentality. like the people even, there are so fantastic. Even, even as, so nice. a, like you said, a conservative state, like, I'm, I don't think they would care about that too much. Um, and, like, I'm, you know, I consider myself a conservative centrist. But like, even as a conservative, like I don't care if you smoke weed. I don't care if you drink. It it's don't do it within excess. Don't make it to a point where it becomes a problem. You know, but that's like almost anything else in life. Or like, you don't can't eat, afford to live. Yeah, don't, or you're don't stealing eat. from people. Yeah. Or once you start, once you start impacting other people, yes, is when it's a problem. Yes, because it's not a sin to drink alcohol. Just don't like drink anything. to excess. You know, like that's what I'm saying from a religious standpoint, right. or even just from a conservative. You can get drunk in public it's only when you become belligerent and cause issues exactly that you get in trouble yeah you don't get in trouble for drinking in public you get in trouble when you start causing issues i mean think about middle school and high school when did you get in trouble when you were causing issues now if you were doing your work and your friend was doing their work and you weren't bothering nobody else and you guys were sitting there and you might be passing notes to each other nine times out of ten the teacher ain't saying shit to y'all because you're not bothering anybody else and your work is done yeah 
No. But it's when you start getting distracting the other students that the teacher's like, hey, knock it off, you know? Yeah. It's the same thing applies in your everyday life. Is is it literally comes down to your rights and liberties end when they begin infringing on someone else's. Exactly. So and like okay, so like drug decriminalization. If you had to attribute a political attribute to that, what side do you think would be okay with drug legalization? Would you think liberal? Or at least Democrat? Uh, you know? So me, I'm a lot I, I've studied this quite a bit, so I am gonna I'm a, I'm kinda biased, but I guess if I was a of a, an ignorant viewer, I would assume that the, the liberals would be more likely mm-hmm. to be okay with drugs based on, you know, for instance, uh, was it Oregon, I believe, uh, most recent legislation, uh, basically making it a free-for-all for all drugs. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's a social oh, experiment right now. And you know what? Crazy. Listen, it's got to be done. We're going to see how it operates. And if it works... I don't have an issue with implementing it, and that's where my libertarian tendencies come through. My right, my opinion, and, and that, my opinion ahead. on um on decriminalizing drugs, because there's one thing to to be, you know, I don't think you should be sending people to jail for doing drugs, you know, um, or you should even, be getting them help. You should be getting them help, right? That's that's what I'm saying, and that's yeah. what I mean by decriminalization. Now, legalizing the sale and use of stuff. Okay, I probably wouldn't be okay with doing that with heroin. Um, like, these people aren't criminals because they smoke weed or because yeah. they do drugs. Like, these people are typically self-medicating for underlying issues that if we can help them get treatment and help them better themselves, helps give them a chance and a leg to stand on. And you just constantly are throwing people in jail. Exactly. How and then, can you expect them to be anything? Why do you think their recidivism rate is what, like, was it 90% of all inmates that come out end up back? Yeah, and then... Within the first five years. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because because of my conservative tendencies. When I think about all that, I think it's more beneficial as a conservative to decriminalize all drugs because that's less money we have to spend towards the prison systems that are being constantly, perpetually... Yes, because they're just perpetuating the constant cycle of the prison system, you know, and, and like, oh, we can get it all into that. Like, yeah, I, I 100% The government agree. makes a lot of money from yes. that. That's why. Yes. And I, that's what it is. And so they look at it like, listen, how much money is it costing us versus how much money are we actually making from this prison system? And, and the thing is, is our government isn't actually the one making the money. It's the individual senators and the representatives that are cleaning up and making the money. Yeah, well, I mean, they are making money on us. A lot of that and money. It's basically insider trading yeah. without the yeah. SEC. Yeah, but see, my point is, is it would cost us so much less money to take all that money we put towards trying to stop drugs to just opening up a few clinics to help people who have drug problems and then letting all the other ones just do their thing. And I mean, then, shit, think about how much fucking, think about how much a drug test costs us. A single, singular drug test. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and then all the money it costs just to house and feed criminals for being in there because they broke the three strikes. Like you smoked, it, you smoked weed Jersey, three times. You said you were, in, you said you were in Jersey for a while, right? Yeah, for three, so, three and a half years. Um, so you know that the amount of money it's that Jersey spends for one individual to go to jail in one year, they could have sent them to a wizard, I believe, Princeton. For two years. Yeah. Well, I think for the same amount of money. I think, for the same amount of money, and that's not just counting uh, the tuition. That is what it cost the average student, including housing, rooming, board, transportation, 
medical expense, all those included, average, you could send somebody to, to college for two years. And I've been an advocate for a very long time in, in, in putting money away from the prison side. And, and you know, uh, I, I truly believe, like, our prison should only house those who truly aren't capable of being fixed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, right? And, like, and, like those serial killers that, like, really are yeah. cuckoo bonkers well, crazy? Okay, you send them to a mental place. We need to clarify <laughs> for people, or at least my view is, is prison should be about redemption. Okay? And, right. and, and I'm not so. And I'm not saying it, it it can be punishment also, because sometimes you have to pay for your crime. I mean, I mean it needs to be something. But, I still but think point, it needs to be punishment. But the point is, is if I send you to jail and I'm going to let you out, even in, like, let's say 20 years, which is, you know, a, a quarter of a lifetime at, for most people, right? Um... How can I expect you to come out and be able to be a productive member of society, which is what they want you to be? Well, that's what you should. Uh, if what we you don't give be. them any of the skills or abilities to do. Well, that's that's my you point. Know? That's my point is I mean, is if it should prison shouldn't be just about punishment. Like, yeah, you can pay your dues to society, but we should be trying to rehabilitate you while you're in there and and prop you up to be a better person when you come we out. Used to. You know what's crazy is is we used to, and the recidivism rate was dropping. Um, And when that started dropping, we noticed that we weren't intaking as many inmates as we needed to maintain the for-profit prison industry that we had established in our country. So that is when the war on drugs happened under Nixon. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. Because I don't know if you know this, but when Nixon first took office, the crime and recidivism shot down. Yep. Then he started the war on drugs because they were losing so much yep. money. Oh, yeah. And you know the crazy thing is, is so Nixon was actually a very smart man. He drove himself crazy in the end, and I'm not an advocate of what he did, but he did a lot of good and had good intentions in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. But he was pushed on obviously by lobbyists and by the party leaders to do things that he may not have necessarily wanted to do because if he didn't, he was either going to face certain impeachment and and not a pardon. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. he was certain to face some type of criminal trials, right? And uh, he also would never make any kind of funding. He wouldn't have been able to get his library and things like that done that he would need to be able to do. So it's, it's – that's why it's funny to me when, you know – uh, it's like the, you hear all the time that like, oh, well, Nixon started the war on drugs. He's a bad president because it's like you you can tell the people who actually study the history and like our presidents and what they've done and the people who just reiterate rhetoric because the war on drugs oh. makes them look bad. Yeah, okay. And so there was a lot of things that make a lot of different presidents look bad. But if you don't look at the overarching picture of their their difference that they've made on on the world as a whole, which is why you really can't tell how good or bad a president is until years down the road. Our government was set up to be slow. Definitely. We still don't really know how good or bad Obama's presidency was, for example. I I feel like Obama was probably one of the best presidential candidates that we've ever had. But as far as actual... You know what he Policy? accomplished? He wasn't good. He, didn't accomplish he wasn't. Shit. He wasn't he good at all. He just followed like, on everything I've, else from, believe it or not. Exactly. I've and had this discussion. I he's literally still following most of Trump's policies, which is hella yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if you've been paying attention to that, but I've been watching closely, <laughs> and I just think it's funny because it's like 
because every day I see another article. Biden administration going on the same path as the Trump administration. Like, they come out and say this. Yeah. They were like, mm-hmm. and it's, and you know, the thing is, is because what they didn't tell you is this Trump continued on a lot of certain policies and, and enacted certain policies that Obama recommended to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And, Trump was very open. And, and the thing is, Obama was. Minded, and just because he tweeted like an apple didn't mean he thought like one. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is. Is Obama was a very business business friendly president. Um, I mean, he bailed out all banks. He bailed out major automotive companies. Like people always like, oh, Obama turned around a bad economy. Like, yeah, he did it by taking a bunch of taxpayer money and throwing it at these companies, who then in turn kept giving themselves millions of dollars in bonuses and all this other shit. So it's like, did he really help us, or did he just extend the bubble? And eventually it was going to pop anyway, which is kind of what happened. I mean, Trump was doing good. COVID just kind of screwed things, you know? I mean, yeah, I just, I think it's, I don't know, man. I, I've just been disappointed lately with our government. I don't know about you. Well, here's, here's the thing. I, I, I love my country, but I'm disappointed. Because I feel like we could, we could and should be doing a lot more. Um, and I think if, you know, and the sad thing, and I keep, I keep, I find myself saying this quite often, I feel like the public, us, if we put ourselves in a position right now, if we took the positions away from them, like say you went in for Louisiana and I went to represent North Carolina, with the likelihood that we could actually get something done, even though you and I may not agree on everything, shit, I'd even say, oh, Darius is welcome. <laughs> You feel what I'm saying? Like I want, we would be able to come to at least an understanding where we're gonna pass policy based on what we hear they want, not just us, because we don't make these decisions. The Mm -hmm. decisions Mm -hmm. are not ours to make. No, our job is literally to make what they want to happen. It's it's hilarious because as much hate as um, you know, like Ted Cruz gets for for the recent everything, um. He's still the well, guy. He's the Zodiac killer. So. Well, well, no, no. The, the argument is, is you <laughs> know, he, he, yeah, he helped. Um, what was the thing? He trailed. He helped just like Trump. He helped ferment uh, all the shit that happened at the Capitol and all that stuff. That's why they hate Ted Cruz. Well, my point is, is even with all the bad that Ted Cruz does, he's still pushing for term limits on congressmen and representatives because he believes that. You know, and he's also worked across the aisle more times than I think oh, any other well, Republican. Even then, like, most of his stuff is based on constitutional law. Like, he's a constitutionalist. Right? And he was when he ran for president. To yeah. and, and look, he's still a politician. He's still a snake. Like, I'm not saying he isn't. All I'm saying is as far as politicians go, hey, his, his policies aren't... Uh, not all snakes. Uh, no, not all of them. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They are all snakes. They are all snakes currently. Currently in office, with a few exceptions, they are all snakes. There's a couple exceptions, but my my point is, is I, I'm all, I kind of like Matt Gates. I give uh, Matt Gates a shout out on your podcast. Man, I uh, I don't endorse him, but I, I like him. I like I like <laughs> Crenshaw in Texas, bro. Um. And, and he's, yeah, he's very much Republican, but I just like him. He's uh, I listened to him when he was on Rogan. I've researched him a little bit. Like he's, he's a pretty cool dude. And if he can stick to his guns and do what he's saying he's gonna do, 
he could be a good politician. Now, if he starts doing stupid politician shit, then I'm going to just write him off like I do all the I'm others. Disappointed. I'm disappointed in Richard Burr. Uh, now I campaigned yeah, for him a little that. bit and helped him get elected, mm-hmm. and I'm very disappointed in Richard Burr. Uh, you know, he's a senator here in the Carolinas, but he's he's certainly uh, he's a <laughs> he's definitely a bit of a a clown, yeah. if you will. I don't know why. I, personally, this whole impeachment was was a show trial. There was no point to it. He got acquitted and, today, right? Trump got a, acquitted today. Yeah, he today. was acquitted today. Um, it, it was a waste of our money. It was a waste so, of, of everything. It was pointless. First, first off, let's let's give the listeners a little bit of context. Um, tell them what you're going to college for. Well, I already so I already went to Penn State University. Yeah, for, t- tell uh, them tell them what your for major political is. Political science. Okay, political science. Yeah, I just political science. I wanted the listeners to understand. I've worked this. on a few. Okay, I, I I research some of this stuff, you know, to try to educate myself. But I'm not a professional. I'm not someone who went to school for it. So I have gaps. I have gaps in in what I know and even some of my logic and stuff like that. Because look, I I don't have the time to to research everything to know everything. But my point uh, is, you is, have a family and you got yeah, life. Yeah, you you went to college for political science. So. Yeah, and you, I'm only 24. You're, you're. I mean, I'm 32. You so, know, just, yeah, just I, a little, yeah. I'm just, a, I'm just a little boy over here. But like, you know, <laughs> we're just, we're just in different steps of the process of life, bro. You'll get there eventually. Trust me. But, but I am back to school too uh, for education. I would like to teach. Yeah, but. I. Uh, but my point is, is you went to school for this shit. So we're talking about it. And I'm not saying you're the end all, be all. I'm just saying is, is you're, you're educated on the matter because you've actually Everyone studied has, it. Uh, you know, um, yeah, and, and you know, I, I believe everyone should study it, though, even like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, you know, I used to get, I used to find it funny when, like, you know, there's people who go to school for law and go to school for these different things. And the thing that I've noticed is just because you went to school for law doesn't mean you actually understand the process of the law and yeah. what it well, means and whether or not it's actually constitutional. So, and, you know, and that's the thing is, I, I, I used to, even as a little kid, I used to walk around literally with a pocket constitution. I was the kind of dude that if oh, I saw you had a cop doing something huh? as a little kid, I was like, hey, officer, you're overstepping your constitutional authority. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was a little kid doing that, and then the officer would chuckle, and whatever was going on, usually yeah. he would just, and, you know, I, I always respected officers and liked them, but, you know, that, I'm sure you saw one of the few things I did defend that a lot of people uh I might be surprised, but is is I didn't necessarily defend uh, the looting and the rioting, but I did support what Black Lives Matter initially was supporting. Um, I, and so I the support- idea is, I look at it like, listen, we have to stop. It's not a Black Lives Matter thing. That's just a slogan that they're using, but it's a police brutality issue. Yeah. I, I, and, I that, defend- and the police thinking that they can do things that they can't do is the problem. Yeah. I, you know, I've told people this. Like, I don't, I won't. I don't agree with the organization of BLM, but I agree with what the movement was saying, because um, there's merit to it. Now, it's it's not. I don't agree with everything, but they have some very. Just like you don't agree yeah. with any president completely. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, but you you can't sit there and watch a video of a man having his neck, you know, stumped into the ground for eight minutes, and and tell me that that's acceptable, even if he was on drugs, even if he was in the wrong, like. I mean, think about it, New York with Freddie Gray. And, you know, and that's the sad thing is you see this happen in, in the most liberal of places, too. 
Oh yeah. And yet, big cities and yet, are you hard, would think, man. Like you would be in, you know, the you know the more conservative states. But you know what I found since moving away from New York and, and even the, down here, because I do, I live out in the boondocks, bro. I don't live near the water or nothing. I might I be you. in Raleigh, but I, I'm in the house. Like I'm, I came down here and I was in the farmland. I got you. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, it was a different way of life. The officers are your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so that's a huge you find point. that um, the officer being from the neighborhood, mm-hmm. they're not out to get you in trouble. No, they're out to help you stay in line. So long as you're not hurting anyone else, they leave you alone for the most part. Bro, I used to smoke weed in the backyard. I knew the, and the officer would come out and he'd say, "How you doing?" And I'd be like, "Good. How are you?" And he'd be like, "Ah, not too much going on around these parts lately, but uh." You know, it's all right. Like, he's real Southern. It was yeah, real funny. Yeah. And I love talking to him when I was oh. back there. And I'd be smoking a blunt. Why? Because he, I'm not bothering anybody. And he viewed it. And he even said to me, he said, listen, just so you know, you're on your property. What you do on your property is your business. Yep. He said, I have no reason to come over there unless I'm called over there. Yep. Now, he said, now if I see you killing somebody over there, I'm, I'm, that's a calling for me to come yeah, over there. Yeah, he yeah. said, but if you're just minding your business, you and your friends get drunk or do whatever. He's like, that's your, that's your, that's your business. Yes, and, and, and that's you know, how it should be. Um, you know, in New York, there's just so many people that you can't do it. You can't do it mm-hmm. like that. You try, and you try to best. And there's a lot of officers in there that really do try to be their best that they can be mm-hmm. and help people. I've come across them. I'm sure a lot of other people have. Um you know, and, and a lot of people have closet stories about it because they they don't want to admit that, like, yeah, look, not all cops are bad. Man, but, look, you know, look, the only time it, they, they're but, just we gotta put better, we gotta give them more resources, yeah, truthfully. Yeah. And I don't mean tanks and more guns. I mean resources, as in training. Okay, they mm-hmm. need more training, mental health. Not throwing them away as soon as they say they have PTSD or something from doing something serious. Mm-hmm. Teaching them that, look, we're going to help you get through it, and then we're going to put you back out on the force. We already put them on administrative leave. Make them go to some kind of yeah. treatment. Yeah, it, You know what I mean? There's so many different things that we could be doing rather than just making it. That, first of all, you, I don't know if you noticed, but if a cop comes out and says that they have any kind of issues like that, they, they terminate them. Yeah, see, typically. that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Like... And I 100% agree. You know, um, I laughed at it, you know, because when they were like, we got to defund the police. I was like, are you fucking stupid? Like, you need more money for the police. And, like, I understand. Yeah, but it's just in a different way. Well, the problem is, is, okay, so, like, let's say a state spends $100 billion on a police force. Let's say, like, New York City. So, you know, something big like that. All right. $100 billion on their police force, which is probably way more. I, I don't, I'm just, you know, spitballing an amount just to make an example. So... They spend a hundred billion. Well, where that hundred billion go gets an allocated isn't to all police departments, you know, with it's the same about amount. Five point three billion. Okay, so that's fine. Let's say five billion, right? So New York City PDs, all of them probably get way a big chunk of that amount compared to, you know, Albany, New York. Let's say, you know, it's the same state, oh. but but it's just it's just it's different not population like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you have if you have the population of New York City and a riot breaks out, you might need a tank. You know, you might need one of those um, water jet tanks they have to, to, to blast protesters on their ass. And like, look, I don't want anybody to get hurt. But what I'm saying is, is if you're trying to break up an unruly crowd, I'd rather use a water jet than use a machine gun. But each state 
has their own national guard. And that's right. what the national but, guard is for. That's domestic. At that point, it's domestic. Uh, it, it's it's domestic affairs, and that's when the the governor should be calling in the national guard. I, I and agree. That, the reason I say a, that's because the national guard is actually trained to handle true, stuff like that. True, but the, even the national guard, even the national guard, might have some water tanks. So my point, my point is, is it's not. Yeah, that, they do. That's why yeah, they do. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying the efficiency of spending should definitely be considered at all times. And, and I say that because I, I'm 100% sure that there's some some back alley deals. You scratch my back, I'm going to scratch your back kind of stuff going on. Because any time there's politics, which there is politics, even with the yeah, police. The bridges to nowhere. That's what all I'm saying. All this funding for the bridges so, to you know, nowhere. Do, do, do we need to keep them honest? 100% yes, we need to keep them honest. But you don't keep them honest by taking money away. All you're doing is hurting the general population when you're taking money away from police. You can't do that. It's you're gonna hurt everyone, not just us, everyone. And that's ah. and that's my point. Um, and as far as police, they do need more mental health. Like they should be getting mental health checks at least once a month. Uh, if they have PTSD, you're right. They shouldn't be letting them go. They need to help them process through it and then get them back in the force. Or if they can't go out on the streets, look, they still need people to push paper in the office. You know, like it, you need to take care, take care of these people because whether we like them or not or whatever, um, they're an important function of society. You know, these people put their lives on the line to help protect us. And they can't always do what they want us, want, we want them to do, but they're trying. And we need to help them also. Um, it would help if people weren't assholes to them also. Because um, that tends to be a problem. And if you create an enemy, you're going to have an enemy. So, yeah, well, you know. if you're looking for an enemy, you're going to find one. It's, you know, I, and I've said this in, in other episodes of this podcast. Like, look, you need to, when, whenever you meet someone you don't know, give them the benefit of the doubt before anything. In other words, don't assume that they're a terrible person because of how they look or their profession or whatever. Give them a chance. It's almost <laughs> as if we live in a society where you're innocent until you're proven guilty you, or something. You would, you would, hey, who you am would I? hope so, right? <laughs> but and look, I, I understand when it comes to race, um cops have earned a bad attitude from black people. Like I'm not saying that history in America for black people hasn't earned a certain scorn towards police. But the problem is, is at some point you need to realize that this isn't 1970s America anymore. This is 2020. And there are a lot of good cops out there. And I would even say that there are more good cops than there are bad cops. But you know what's going to fuck you over with, with a cop who's just trying to do his job? Is if you come at him with an attitude and with disrespect and you treat him like shit, he's going to respond to that probably in a negative way. And I'm not saying that's acceptable. I'm just saying it's human nature. Um, and it could be the difference between just getting the ticket, but it could escalate into something that I don't want to happen, that you don't want to happen. Um, and that's that's a big issue in America. I was always taught if an officer says, lay down, you lay down. The yeah. problem is, is I've seen time and time again people laying down, for instance, and getting their neck yep. kneeled on until yep. they... I pass out. And that's unacceptable. I've seen people get shot yes. laying down. Yes. And so at that point, you think about it. Yo, let me ask you a personal question here. Me to you. Like yeah. Alex to Trevor. Yeah. yeah. If you're in a position in your life where you feel that you're most likely going to die either way, are you going to go out listening or are you going to go out fighting for yourself? 
That's that's tough, man. Like I would say that I would fight for myself. Personal question: What are you gonna do? If if I'm in a situation where even if a cop's on my neck, like I'm not fighting them because all that's gonna do is cause more issues. But the problem is, is okay, how you're acting right now. Talk about in in a a normal society. Take yourself personally. I'm saying. You're telling me you're not gonna fight. If if a cop's treating me like shit. He's got me in handcuffs, and even if he kicks me in the side or whatever, look, I'll I'll do what I have to to try and survive. I'm not talking. Hey, 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 I didn't say cop. You're saying cop. Well, anybody. I'm talking about in general. Anybody. Okay. If you're in a position where you're, but like, it's what different. are you gonna do? It's different. Who are you interacting with will dictate what you decide to do in a situation. If it's the cops, I'm okay, gonna act differently right. than a than right. a stranger, right? What's your history with cops? Uh, good and bad, actually. Like I've had, I've I've right. met some some huge dicks who wrote me right. tickets for shit that I didn't do that I had to pay because I didn't have I couldn't argue it. Um, but I was like I was gonna say earlier, the only time I've ever ridden in a cop car was I was driving the four hours to work because I, I used to work seven days on, seven days off. So I was driving to work, and my tire popped, and my flat was low, and I was stuck on the side of the road, and a state trooper came. Picked me up, picked my tire up, drove me to the tire shop to get it fixed, and then drove me back. And it's my yeah, one man, old, look. you know, and then I, technically all he had to do was make sure that a tow truck came and towed my truck away. But he helped me out instead. And, and I've had, like I said, I've had good and bad. So, but here's the thing, right? So you talked about when you said your bad interaction with, they wrote me a lot of tickets, yeah. right? Whereas most of the children, believe it or not, and it's just sad to say, but in, in the in the black communities, they're harassed daily by officers. Oh, I, like they're, I said, they're abused. Cops, Literally, I, I use the yeah, word abuse yeah. and mean it. Cops, okay? earn, cops have um, earned it. I'm not like I was saying earlier. And they, so in the black community the and even Hispanic community, it is a very different world from that of those of us who still get sunburned. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? You're right. I'm not dismissing that. What I'm saying is, is okay. You made the statement earlier. It's about who you interact with, right? It is. Well, but see, they're looking at interaction over time. Okay, and interaction so, over time would tell them, hey, listen, you might die no matter what. So, but here's, here's this is fight or flight. But here's this my is argument. fight or flight. Your Here, adrenaline's going. You don't always think straight. I understand. You know? I understand. But what I'm saying is, is okay. So you're in a neighborhood, and you know you're you're the cops in your neighborhoods are pieces of shit. Okay. Now you move across the country to another state, and you start treating those cops like pieces of shit, and you don't know who they are. That's a problem because you're instigating where you don't might not need to. And I'm saying is is know who you're who you're dealing with before you judge them. If you know they're bad, then judge them as bad and act accordingly. But if you don't know if they're good or bad, don't assume they're yeah. bad based on the cops that you've dealt with in the past. And that's my point. I, I'd like to, and, and you know, and I agree with you from my own personal self. But I'm trying to, I guess I'm trying to just have you see from a different perspective no, too, I, is how. They don't see cops being from a different state any different than the cops. I understand, in general because but that's ignorant. Cops as a whole are, that's them ignorant. are portrayed as one way. But that's like me and saying, so, okay, so I got jumped by a bunch of black kids when I was a, when I was a young kid. I got the shit kicked out of me, and they stole my my fucking money. Right? Am I supposed to judge all black people from here on from there on as the same no, as the ones that jumped me? Some people do. I I, in fact, look. you know, my my stepfather is uh, his parents. Um, back in Long Island and have some friends 
and one of their friends, I'm not going to give you know say names, but he's he's a racist individual yeah. because he used to get beat up every day coming home from school by a group of black kids every okay. day. And, they used and to look. beat him up, and he grew up and he became racist. Now, does he go out and insult every black person that he sees? No. Does he wear a swastika on his back? No. Does he carry a Confederate flag? No. He doesn't do any of those crazy, like stereotypical things. But he does have a tainted view on the yes. black community and as look, a whole. That's and a- so he goes into most interactions with that point of view and might change after talking to them. But, like, he's going in with that point of view mm-hmm. as, oh, this is, which, you know, this is lesser than that. That's understandable. And even from, from a black person's point of view, like, I 100% understand if you grew up with bad police and you have that... that Outlook. In you? Yes, I, I I don't blame them, and I was actually saying that earlier. Like, I a hundred percent understand if you, your father, your mother, their parents all experienced the same kind of bullshit, then you're gonna think a certain way towards cops, and and that's acceptable. But what you gotta understand is if you go somewhere else, at least give them a chance to do their job right. And if they if they fuck up and they treat you like shit, also in their racist pricks, then treat them poorly. Like treat. Treat them accordingly. But, like, that's the thing, Trevor. I think what you don't always understand is usually the interaction starts with them getting pulled over just simply because they're black and not from around there. Yeah, but how many interactions have been negatively happened because someone assumed that they were getting racially profiled when they weren't? Okay? Look at, um, who is it? That guy from the Seahawks. Was it, uh, Bennett? Was it Bennett? Martellus Bennett? The tight end? No, no, no. It was, um, I think it was like a defensive lineman or something. Yeah. Okay. So he got pulled over by the cops. He blamed it on racial profiling, like blamed, told, said the cops were racist and everything else. It was a high profile. Like it was all in the news. Come to find out, we watch a video of it. The cops weren't racist at all. They didn't treat him bad at all. He basically made the shit up. And because he was black and they were white and they were cops and, you know, like, I don't understand why he would even lie about it. But but my point is, is how many interactions happen where it's not so blatantly racist, where it's it's like the cop's just doing his job and you're literally just breaking down everything he says and treating it as it's racist. And as soon as it sounds even a slightly bit racist, oh, well, he's a racist now. So fuck him, you know, and that's my, my point is. If I walk up to a random stranger, I'm not going to judge them based on how they look, right? Regardless of, of my past. Because, like I said, like... You aren't, but there's still a lot of it people who it are, does. and a lot of people have happened to be in the police force. I I hate saying this, but I know some. I even know some. Yeah, I, I try to... I, I talk to them every day, and I try I've, to explain I've met to them why would they're doing it wrong. I've met but they're some like, too. well, yes. let me tell you. He said if they're doing, it, if they're doing something wrong... They're going to get in trouble. If they weren't doing something wrong, they wouldn't get in trouble. I said, yeah, but you know what? You're arresting them for the same stuff that you and I used to do all the time. And cops would let us go. That's one of the issues I have is the inconsistency of... Because police police can decide whether or not they want to throw the book at you or, or let you off with a warning. And that's an issue I have with police in general. But my point is, is regardless... If, if we're all going to sit down and say, hey, you can't judge an entire race by the one bad p- person in it, the same applies for everyone else. Whether it's cops, whether it's teachers, 
by the only exception is if you're a Nazi or a white supremacist. Because, look, you're already an asshole. Like, I don't think most police aren't assholes. Like, most police aren't out there. They aren't racist. They're not trying to pull over black people. They're just trying to do their job. So, to sit here... I like to think so, right? Well, look, we'll, we'll never really know. Because, literally, we would have to sit here and meet all of them to make a fair assessment, right? And we're not going to do I've that. I've had bad interactions with police here. I've had bad interactions with the police there. I've had bad hey, interactions with the police everywhere I, I've been. I but I've also had good interactions that, with that, the police and, everywhere And that's I've been. what I'm saying. So... Like if, know, it's, if it's a mixed bag, then why not are you? Everywhere I've been. I don't. I, it sounds like I have a lot of interaction with the police, but it, it's mostly because I used to drive an awful lot. And sometimes yeah. I would get yeah, you, you know, sloppy or you I would go travel. too fast. They literally set speed traps up in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. where it'll go from like sixty-five and it literally drops to th- uh, fucking thirty-five. Yeah, and then it goes back up to forty-five, back down to twenty-five. Back up to 65, and then it hits 75, and then drops to 50. And it's fucking crazy, bro. I'm telling you. They literally do that for no reason other than yeah. to try to get you pulled over. Yeah, which is bullshit. But that's that's money-making is what that is. That's, that's even the state going like, hey, how can we get more money? Or, like, one thing I'll never agree with is, like, quotas. Like, ticket-writing quotas. Like any department that has a ticket writing quota, uh, Long Island, Suffolk County Police for oh, you, buddy. It's it's a lot of different police forces. But, and hey, I think listen, it's their bonuses depend on it there, but they don't tell you that. We well, yeah, most police out there are paid over a hundred thousand dollars a year, and that's why in it's Suffolk bullshit. County. It's bullshit, is what it is. And, and I'm I'm pro cop, but like I I see the bullshit, and I'm willing to call the bullshit out. But I'm also calling to call the bullshit out on both sides, like. You need to give people a chance overall in general is, is all I'm really saying. You know, like, don't assume someone like if you see someone with a MAGA hat, don't go punch them and call them a Nazi because maybe they aren't. Now, I don't agree with most MAGA people, to be honest with you. Like, I would never wear a MAGA hat. But my point is, is he might not be an asshole. He might just be ignorant. You never know. So, you know, are we just going to make base assumptions and treat everyone like shit based on those assumptions? Are we going to really be? the Republicans in the Senate or Congress, like, cause that's what they do. Like they're, they're full of shit. And I don't want, I don't want to be like that personally. I don't want to go around treating people like shit based on the loosest affiliation that I see, you know? And that's, that's just my point. Like, and I don't, I don't blame black people for having the reactions they have towards cops. Like I said, it's mostly justified, but at the end of the day, you know, you still need to act a certain way or they're going to fuck you up. It's that simple. Um, you know, just all I'm saying is try to be nice. And if they're an asshole to you, then then nah. then fuck being nice, no, bro. Being look, nice is for pussies. No, nah, everyone <laughs> should try to be nice first. Okay, be nice first, and if they're an asshole, then meet them with asshole. That's fine. All I'm saying is, is be nice. It's it's not hard, man. Go around, treat other people with respect. And if they give you a reason to not show them respect, then that's fine. But at least make the first step. If everyone went around trying to treat everyone they met with respect first, the world would be a lot better place. Um. Yo. <laughs> so so. We've been so all over the place. That's crazy. Huh? What you said? We've been all over the oh, place. Oh, and we're not even done with the first hour yet. So that's the funny thing. <laughs> Uh, we've been bouncing around a little bit. Um, getting back to to Trump being acquitted, uh, man, 
I don't think he incited violence. I, I think he said stupid shit, but like he told them to peacefully protest outside of, of Capitol Hill and then they didn't. So, he didn't, but Democrats are just mad at him. I, and they're afraid he's gonna run again and win. Oh, it was a political <laughs> it was a political ploy. And that's why they couldn't pass him being impeached, because it was their arguments were stupid. It's like, oh well, I the, can tell you when people... seven senators won't be in office next oh, election. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like I laughed because uh, somebody from the sports group posted like what Mitch McConnell said because he voted like not to impeach, but at the same time said that Trump was definitely responsible. And I'm like, he's just being a politician. Like Mitch McConnell's a piece of shit, and now he's backtracking no, and crawfishing. Because he said that, though, he's already hated by most of America. I think he, he's he done. I think he be. better be Well, that's what I'm saying. But like, and that- he also Dunzo. This was the last fatal. Blow. Oh, I hope so. She made it seem like she was for sure had this in the bag, and now she's a fucking laughing stock. Yeah. Meanwhile, everyone knew already. Yo, this wasn't. This isn't gonna pass. You're crazy. Yeah, we, we all knew it. And it was just a waste of time and effort. And then, like, I laugh because I see some of the hyper liberals, like you know, the 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 outside, the norm ones, being like, "Oh, this is a sham," and and we need to we need to get rid of all these people who didn't vote. And I'm like, there should have never been a vote. Like, this was a complete waste of time. Like, they tried to throw a hail mary just so they could make sure Trump couldn't run again. And honestly, I think I think Trump's done. Like, I don't. He could run next next term. I don't think he's gonna win. I don't even know if the Republican Party is going to have him as their nominee. You know, he's already talking about forming a different party. So, you know, and, and uh, he formed a different party. Those seventy-five million votes come with him. I'm telling you that right now. A lot of them. We'll see. I don't know. Most I, of them, bro. He's got like the largest mobile let base. Me, let me put it. Out. Let me put it this way: as someone who voted for Trump, um. If he formed a different party and the Republican nominee had someone who was half decent, I would not vote for Trump. I would vote for the Republican nominee. Hell, if you were like, hey, Biden's not running anymore, we're going to throw someone else in there. And if it was someone who was like, you know, a, a decent Democrat who I could live with, I would vote for them over Trump. Like, I don't I don't want Trump in office. It's going to be a circus. It'll be a fucking circus if he becomes president again. And I don't want our politics to be a circus. <laughs> I guess this is the anarchist in me coming out. Oh, I kind of wanted oh. to happen because I just want to see. I just want to uh, laugh. Look, I just want to laugh. Like, He's the biggest and best troll I've ever seen. He makes six nine look like a lame. Okay, yeah. the, listen. It's time for us to enjoy it a little bit. This is our way of trolling no. the McConnells and the Pelosi's. The, the yes. Last, the last. Yes. This is your way years. to get back at those bastards. The last four years like, have been that already. I'm so tired of it. Nah, I think, I'm down for four more of no, that. Oh, right. no. It should have just continued, honestly, because now we got what circus in there? We got Crazy Joe who doesn't remember or even know what he's signing, signing shit. Like, oh, I don't, I don't, I still didn't want Biden in office. We have Kamala but, Harris standing behind him. Like, we all know fucking Puppet Master. You're yeah, waiting for yeah. the old man to die yeah. so you can take your rightful spot. Like, she pulls at 0%. No one likes her. I know. Why is she VP? Because she's a person, a woman of color. That is why. That's exactly why she's VP. 
you, you want the answer, right? That's picked, that's the could answer. I picked Condoleezza Rice, man. I mean, I, shit. I understand, but this this hits more demographics than Condi. So could have picked Michelle Obama. Yeah, but she people wouldn't have wanted her anyway either. Um, I don't, yeah, but she's I, better, I don't know. She's better than than the option we think, got right now. I don't think Obama. I don't think Michelle Obama wanted to be VP anyway. So it's not. You know, like people keep putting her name up, but that's like putting Oprah Winfrey up. Like, does she really want to be VP? No, <laughs> probably no, not. She could have put uh, shit. I would have even been okay with Hillary. No, fuck Hillary. Uh, if you want me to vote for Trump again, go ahead, put Hillary as a candidate. Cause I bet I'm putting Hillary <laughs> as the next Republican candidate. There you go. There's no, your, bro. there's your fucking trickery, your debauchery for the evening, folks. You you'll get Hillary Trump. On... If, you, if you want Trump back in office, put Hillary as as the candidate opposing him. I guarantee you, Trump will end up back in office. <laughs> I don't know what their beef is with Hillary or between them. Yeah. Uh, cause Hillary's a piece of shit. Um, Dude, they used to be best friends. That doesn't matter though. Well, the problem they're probably sitting in back rooms laughing at everybody. To be honest with you, but um, with lots of money as they wipe their tears. Yeah, that they don't yeah, have with, with the hundred dollar bills. Yeah. Um. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck Hillary. <laughs> I mean, fuck them all, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Biden too. He uh he ain't done the uh the state of Louisiana any good. Crazy. I don't know. I get tired of seeing his campaign ads even now. Like I'm I'm for the American people, but I'm gonna keep pushing legislation for only half of them. <laughs> like great, great. This is wonderful. Fucking insane. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the Biden. I just think it's funny. I've been sharing mad shit. I'm sure you saw. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, uh, <laughs> not... Like, just laughing like one of them was fucking idiots or some shit like that. It's like, like, what did you really expect to happen? Well, yeah, like, well, it's funny because people are like, I can't believe you. Why would you vote for Trump? And I'm like, okay, Biden ain't even been in office for like two months yet. And he's already like hurt. Louisiana state's economy drastically just with his oil field restrictions, you know, like, and this is exactly why people didn't vote for him because they knew this is what was going to happen, you know, but they get called like every bad name in the book because they knew that Biden would fuck us over financially if we, if, if he was president. So they didn't vote for him, you know, um, it's, it's just ridiculous. Utter ridiculous. Um, I liked a couple of things that Biden signed his uh, executive orders, but there's a lot of them I don't like. I mean, yes. I uh, another piece in the cop, brother. Yeah, but you get hurt, you know. It's like, look, if if you want to minimize uh, the carbon footprint by scaling back on oil production, okay. First off, come up with something that's as efficient as oil because as, as, you know, nice as wind energy is and solar panel energy, it's not nearly as efficient as oil. Um, and I know that as somebody who's worked in the energy sector for like a decade, um, you could scale back. You could, but it's not something you can do overnight, you know? 
And when you do stuff like shut down exploratory uh, research into deep golf, uh, that hurts Louisiana's economy. It hurts Texas's economy. Pretty much like most of the southern states, you know, it hurts their economies. So like in one fell swoop, Biden fucked over a lot of right leaning people, <laughs> you know, with just one executive order. Yeah, well, that's what they do. Yeah, but, but the people, Republicans do the same shit. Oh, oh, I'm sure. Well, in different ways. Uh, the Republicans were lax on the oil field, so it didn't hurt the South that much. It actually helped the South with what they did. But then you have major corporations up north where they take advantage, and it hurts the people around there. So, is there a healthy medium? Sure. But the problem is, is they almost never take the healthy medium. It's always the extreme one way. And it hurts people. And it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, bro. They, uh... Lord, I just figured... She I figured, you know, I, I told her, you know, she was... I have a friend for folks, for those listening who may pop in here. Uh, I told her, I said, hey, if she, you want to pop in and uh, she's more than welcome to talk to, about to, basically whatever to make my first guest appearance ever. She's from Canada, um, too, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah, she has to introduce herself first, though. So there are rules to this podcast. There, there really there really isn't. Um, oh, yeah, there's a rule, Katie. You just joined. You got to introduce yourself. Yeah. <laughs> got to at least tell us who you are, where you're from. DJ Chalky Milk. <laughs> She's using her, her 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 Discord name. Hey, that's fine. DJ Chalky Milk, I guess. DJ Chalky Milk from Canada. Welcome to my podcast, DJ Chalky Milk. Canada. From Canada. I can't even hear her. She maybe she's just listening. She's a she's a viber. That you know. Not, I got a, not to be confused with like a vibrator, but like, or the communications of vibe or viber, but like, she's just vibes, you know, I, she's a vibe. I understand what you you're know? saying. Um, there might be some people that listen that don't, I, I don't know. Uh, I got you though. I got you. It's all good. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I guess we'll do some introductory questions. Uh, cause we've kind of gone every which way. We've been talking about a lot of politics, Katie. We were laughing at the liberals. I mean, well, I was laughing at the liberals because uh, this whole show trial was pointless and a waste of money. And those of you who honestly thought that he was going to be impeached were just come on. He's orange. He's not going to ever be peach. Honestly, I don't think (laughs) I I really knew anyone who thought he was going to be impeached. Like, I knew some people that some of our mutual friends who were upset that he wasn't, but they even, <laughs> even, though, even though they were upset. I can only imagine Sarah right now. Yeah. <laughs> even though they were upset, they still knew that he wasn't going to be impeached. You know, it was like, I want him to be impeached, but I, I know he's not going to be impeached. I'm just like, eh, okay. Okay. I got you. Like, whatever. Yeah. I guess you can hope. Whatever the fuck you want, right? I hope for a million dollars every day still hasn't happened, though. Not my president. Uh, well, she's Canadian, so. Well, yeah, but she's not about to have her uh, her minister, right? Are they get? Aren't they trying to get she rid of Trudeau? Trudeau? She hates Trudeau. She hates Trudeau. Yeah, she you hates Trudeau. Hate Trudeau. I'm I'm an American citizen, and I hate Trudeau. 
I like Trudeau, man. That's he's got no problems with it's, me, bro. It's an interesting name. I like the he, name listen, Trudeau. He's, he's he's a decent looking man. He's a pushover for whichever hey, president we hey, have in office. Hey, so it's look, okay with me. If if I was single and gay, I, I I'd sling it at him. But uh, okay, well that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> thought, All I'm saying is basically. We can make him do whatever we want, so it works in our favor. So I say we keep him in power. I enjoy his money. Oh, oh, she likes his money. <laughs> she likes his money, and we like their money too. Yeah. Um. So. I would I would like the Keystone Pipeline to, to make us money. Yeah, know? he's pissed about that. You know, he's suing. No, right? I know, he's I know suing. he is. I know yeah. he is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm is. trying to tell you. I he's still, not such a bad guy, uh, bro. I, yeah, but well, no, he he's cool if you want to make money. I just don't like a lot of his political bullshit. So Yo, let's um, make all the money we can, though. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, reasonably, anyway. So if we have to start sacrificing little kids to make money, I'm not about that. You know. We get to sacrifice Katie. I think. I don't know. If she was vibing with that, maybe. You know. <laughs> what do you think, DJ Chalky Milk? I don't care. She doesn't care. She doesn't care today. I, yeah. Katie, you want to talk to us about what's going on? Why you might uh... move to uh, Texas in the next year? Yeah, why you might move to Texas in the next year? <laughs> what she said? Oh, what? No. He said she doesn't want to live in Texas. Oh, I guess. So she... where do you want to live, Katie? You could be anywhere in the world in a year. Settled, job, all that. Where would it be? Yeah. Like Toronto. Toronto. Okay. So still Toronto. Canada. Still so Canada. she named like one of the two main names I know from Canada. Yeah, Toronto's like the big city. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I'm American. I know like maybe two or three Canadian uh yeah, There's cities. a point in time I was going to actually be moving to Canada. I don't know if I told you that, but... Oh, really? You're trying to go get that free health care, <laughs> yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah, you want... You yeah, want I was trying, free, to, I was trying free... to get that free health care. That's yeah. it, yeah. That's it. No, uh, I had a job offer. Um, oh, okay. And then it followed through with the borders not being open. And... Uh, I got you. You gotta go where the the wind blows you when it when it comes to politics, huh? When it comes to money. When it comes to money, yeah, but when it comes I mean, to money. depends what kind of money they pay. Well, do they pay well? Well, I was gonna make decent, okay. and I wasn't gonna have to pay for my health care. Yeah, so yeah. that's pretty decent if you yeah. ask me. Yeah. <laughs> as a foreign as a foreign person, the business I work for is required to pay for me to have private health insurance. Yeah. So I would have had better than the health care that, like, let's say DJ Chalky Milk might get normally because I have private health care. Yeah, instead of universal. Because I don't know if you know that you can still pay for health insurance. Yeah, you just have to have the money to do it. So you totally can run both systems. And it works. You just gotta, if you want to have waiting lines. You got to know what you're doing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, if you want to have waiting lines, you can get the universal. If you want to pay for it, you know, fast pass, you get private insurance, <laughs> right? That's basically how it works, isn't it, Chalky Milk? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I miss the old days in America where you just had private insurance and it was cheap. Yeah, it was cheap. You didn't have to pay well, a lot. You well, got it. Before, um, you before, go to the doctor, you pay 20 bucks a copay. Before, before the ACA, yeah, before the ACA was passed, I uh, my company paid for my health insurance. 
like they paid the monthly deductible. Uh, I just had to pay the overall deductible, which wasn't a lot compared to what it is now. And like you said, it was like a forty dollar copay, maybe. <laughs> you go get whatever you need done. Uh, which I realize not everybody had that, but fuck, I had it. It was nice, and then it went away. Yeah, but now you're paying way more than forty, so. <laughs> Paying a lot well, more. Scott, well, tr- to $2,000 later. Yeah, you? yeah, no. Um, shit, man. That 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 family cost is a lot more than individual, and individual is still high. So, and then your deductibles now is still like at least five grand. You got to pay outright, and then after the five grand, then you'll be, you know, they'll pay for pretty much everything. But until you reach it, it's rough. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, it it never fully went away. Like they, Trump mitigated a lot of it, but he couldn't get rid of it outright. You have. Yeah, but Biden like lifted the floodgates. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. kept adding to it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Well, it, it that's because it's gonna be something else. It'll be Biden's uh healthcare, whatever he names it. You know. Uh, I'm gonna make it better. I hope he does. I I honestly hope he does. Do I think he will? Probably not. Um, I think that's what a lot of American people need to do, though, is, look, man, give, give him a chance, and then once he screws you, be like, nah, bro, you fucked me. Hmm. What you eating, bro? What you eating there? Eating, eating some. Oh, yeah, some Jack Links teriyaki. I like the tender bites. It was a lot thicker than I expected. Oh, yeah, that's what she said, and Tr- and Justin Trudeau said also. Dude, I guess DJ Chalky Milk. <laughs> yeah, she rolled out. Yeah, she wasn't vibing anymore, bro. So. She's, uh, she's a good friend, but goes through some shit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, people do. It'll be all right. I understand. She'd be vibing. Yo, so what the fuck happened to Cam Newton? Um, he was never elite, like I've been saying for years. And <laughs> as soon as his look, I'll put it to you this way: that dude was an athlete. Okay, he was a, a fucking gifted athlete. No question about that. And he he made a lot of shit happen with his athleticism. But as soon as you got get rid of them legs that he had, it was done. Like he and he didn't do bad to start off with the Patriots, but like he was never a passer. He was never a great passer. He was a good passer. Don't get me wrong, his MVP season, he was a great passer, but that's the one year he did that. All the other years, he was a shitty passer. You know, well, I say shitty. He just wasn't good. And then you throw in major surgeries and a completely different team. And look, nothing against them. The Patriots didn't exactly have any weapons for him to throw to. You know, like, it's not all his fault. Like, or hand the ball to. They had no yeah, one. Yeah, they had no one. And and, and I, I respect, you know, I, I'm going to give that to him for sure. But... The problem is, is Cam Newton could have made some plays also, and he just didn't look good. Now, maybe you say he got injured again. I don't know. I didn't hear anything about injury. He just wasn't good. He didn't look good. He didn't look like 
Cam when Cam didn't have any weapons with Carolina. So, you know, what what you supposed to do? Um, he never had weapons. That's the thing. I feel like you can be as good as you want to be, but if you don't have weapons, you're just not a good quarterback. Uh, I, it just so unless you're Tom Brady, just, I guess. It just depends. Like, people say he didn't have weapons, but Cam had weapons even with Carolina. Like, not with the Patriots. I agree with that. But with Carolina, he had Greg Olson. He had Steve uh, – I can't remember. Steve Smith for a couple years. He had CMC for a couple years. It's not like he didn't have these players that couldn't do a good job. Huh? In their decline. Like, they weren't... They weren't, like... Steve... Steve well, no, you, can't, you can't say that about Greg Olson 100%, though. He had some prime Greg Olson for a while, and then Olson fell off because he got old. So I'm not I'm not saying he had great weapons. I'm saying he had people who could be role players that can get the job done. Um, but did he ever have you know a consistent elite weapon? No, probably not till CMC came well, along. Like, could you imagine what he could have done in in Cam's prime with like a DeAndre Hopkins, bro? I think it he he could have been a a Matthew Stafford, you know, someone like that, a mobile Matthew Stafford, maybe. Someone who's not quite elite, but still within the range to where I like Stafford. I do. I like Stafford too. Um, and even then, like I said, as long as you have a young, healthy Cam, like I still respected him and his athleticism. But I never. Everyone was like, "Oh, he's elite." I'm like, "He's not elite. Like he can't throw the ball as well as an elite passer can. Like his game is dependent on his ability to run. And when he can't run, he does not pass well. And that's been his mo from the beginning." So you put him in a situation where he has no one to throw to and he doesn't run as much as he used to. What happens? Yes, you can. He's going to fail. No That's what I'm saying. Yo, where's Stafford going? He went he's to the, on the Rams? He went to the Rams. Yeah, he's he's a Ram now. Why? Huh? I like it. I think I think he's going to do well. He's better. People try to say he that him and Golf are the same quarterback. I'm like, no, Stafford's a better quarterback than Golf. The only issue I have with Stafford is, is he might be more injury prone at this point because of the injuries he's had in the last couple of years. But like, he could have went to like New England or anywhere else. <laughs> Look, man, the Rams made it to the playoffs this year. They have a good defense. They have good weapons. They have Cooper Cup. They have um, Robert Woods. They have Van Jefferson. I think he can be a decent wide receiver three at least. They have good tight ends. Um, they have Cam Akers who's going to be up and coming running back. Like The Rams are set up to win, but golf ain't going to be the one to take them there, and it's obvious. So if, if you can get you a better quarterback, you could potentially see the Rams take it all the way. You know, and that's, I think that that was the but point. Tampa Bay Bucks. Maybe. I don't know. That just depends. It's, look, all the glory to Brady he won this year. Um, But it's not to say that they weren't beatable. The, the Tampa Bay got hot towards the end of the year. Their defense started clicking. <clears throat> and then their offense just started clicking too. But it's not like they weren't beatable. They just, they got on a hot streak at the right time and they sailed that sail. Um, but my point is, is, I think Stafford on the Rams could have beat the Packers in the playoffs. 
I think it's definitely something that could have happened. Um, and obviously, where do you think Deshaun Watson going? I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's going to be upset with the Texans for another season. Like what? You're looking at at least at least three first round picks, and and a, and an elite talent d- defensive player probably just to just to, to to get the Texans interested. Who's paying that? Nobody. And and the thing is, is, is it'd be one thing if if he had like one year left on his contract. He doesn't. He just signed a big contract last year. He doesn't have a leg to stand on. He doesn't have a leg to stand on. At the the best, the most he can say is, "Hey, I don't want to play for y'all, so I'm just gonna play shitty for y'all. I'm gonna play, but I'm gonna play shitty, and that, that's all he can do because contractually, he he doesn't have a leg to stand on. Where what's he gonna do? He has no leverage because he literally just signed his contract. You know, that's the problem. He could just be like, "Fuck it, I'm not." He he could, but but the thing is, is the penalties. Like for sitting out now with the with the new like players agreement with the NFL, like he would lose a ridiculous amount of money every single day that he sat out. So I mean, you know, maybe a team comes along because look, there's no question. I mean, Watson's an elite talent at the very least. He's not quite elite in my eyes, but he's almost there. He's a great quarterback. I could see a team paying a heavy price for him, but that's a big price tag just to get your foot in the door, you know? You're a big price tag, bro. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. A million dollars, probably. What? That's right. Nah, I'll give you like 20 cents. What do you think? Nah, I can't, can't do that. I need something with, <laughs> with six zeros to convince my wife to, to let me... uh. To let me go for the night. <laughs> but um, I, I hate McConnell. I don't. I don't like him either. I never have. Uh, he's a political asshole, and I would happily see him never be in office again. Uh, I don't know how other people feel about that, but fuck him. <laughs> That's how I feel about McConnell. See, the real question is, is who's going to be the Saints starter from now on? Is it going to be Taysom Hill or is it going to be uh, old fucking Crab Legs Magoo, Jameis Winston? Hey, you remember to see a $2 bill? Yeah, I When's the last time you saw a $2 bill? Oh, I don't know. It's been a couple of years probably. Why? I'm just watching, uh... Uh, not watching, reading this post, and it's like start carrying around two dollar bills. Because the guy's like, "Have you ever received a two dollar bill?" He's like, "Oh." Uh-huh. He's gonna ask for something else. There's no such thing as a two dollar bill. The server was like, "Yeah, I thought so." He comes back to me, says, "We don't take these." He was like, "Do you have anything else?" It's like just this fifty. You don't take two dollar bills. Why? I said, "I don't know." Be where it says legal tender. He says, "Yeah." He said, "So why won't you take it?" He says, "Well, hang on a sec." He goes back to manager who's been watching me like a child looks for and says, uh, he says, I have to take it. The manager doesn't have anything else. Yeah, 50, I'll get it. And you can open the safe and get change. 
I'm not opening the safe with him in here. Sure, what should I do? Tell him to come back later when he has real money. That's fucking crazy. That's like somebody tell saying. Him that. You like tell a, him. You like just a, tell him. No way. Yeah. This is weird. I'm going in. I'm going in back. The hey. manager approached me and says, "I'm sorry, we don't take big bills this time of night." Me says, "It's only seven o'clock." Well then, here's a two dollar bill, manager. We don't take those either. Me, why? Not? I think you know why. Me, no, really, tell me why. It's just please leave before I call mall security. I, me, excuse me? He says, manager, please leave before I call mall security. He says, me, what on earth for? So please, sir, go ahead and call them. Uh, would you please leave? He says, no, he's fine, have it your way then. Hey, that's the Burger King, isn't it? <laughs> At that point, he backs away for me. Uh, okay, guard, yeah, Mike, what's up? This guy's trying to give me some funny money. God, no kidding, what? Get this, a $2 bill. Yeah. That's <laughs> Why would a guy fake a $2 bill? I don't know, he's kind of weird. He says the only thing has 50 Oh, so he's, so the 50 is fake? He says, no, the $2 bill is. He says, why would he fake a $2 bill? I don't know, can you talk to him and get him out of here? Guard, yeah, guard walks over to me. Guard Mike here tells me you have some fake bills you're trying to use. This is, uh, no, he says, let me see him. I said, why? I says, do you want me to get the cops in here? I said, at this point, I'm ready to say, sure, please. But I want to eat. So I say, I'm just trying to buy a burrito and pay for it with this $2 bill. I put the bill up near his face, and he flinches like I'm taking a swing at him. He takes the bill, turns it over a few times at his hands. He says, guard, hey, Mike, what's wrong with this bill? Man, he says, it's fake. He says, it doesn't look fake to me. He says, but it's a $2 bill. He says, yeah. He says, well, there's no such thing, is there? The security guard and I both look at him like he's an idiot, and it dawns on the guy that he has no no clue and is an idiot. So it turns out that my burrito is free, and he threw in a small drink, some of those cinnamon thingies too. Made me want to get a whole stack of two dollar bills just to see what happens when I try to buy stuff. That's, <laughs> That's kind of funny, bro. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> have you ever seen Have you ever seen the dollar coin that we have, the Sacagawea coin? Yeah. Yeah. I paid, I used to have some, uh, I paid for something at a store somewhere and they looked at me funny and I was like, this is legal tender. This is a dollar coin. <laughs> you know, it's just hilarious. Disney's getting a lot of shit. For firing Tina. Who? What? Uh, the chick from Mandalorian. Yeah. Gina Carano. Oh yeah, yeah. Carano. You want to talk about her? Um, I mean, we can. Disney's getting a lot of backlash for it. I know that. They should. I saw her tweet, and I was like, I mean... It's I all, wouldn't say it, but hey. It's, it's always rough she's to... Not, com- she's kind of well, right. It's... it's it, <laughs> don't compare stuff to the Holocaust. It's the best thing I can say. Um, just, just don't do it. You know? Um, with that being said, though, there's something to be said about the hypocrisy of the left comparing pretty much everything Trump ever did to the Holocaust and her doing the same thing when you're literally trying to, you know. While uh, Disney actively, openly supports the internment camps going on in China yeah. for the Muslims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, going to yeah. be mad at her yeah. for that. Yeah. Like, think about that. And, and the double standard in the hypocrisy is just bad. And even then, I just don't like the whole Hollywood, like, if you have any kind of different political view, they're gonna they're gonna try to blackball you. Um, 
fuck, what's what's his name that plays the Star Lord? Well, I can't remember his name. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah. So Chris Pratt is a conservative. He's he's a conservative and he's religious. You know, not to the point where he's annoying with it. He's just he believes in God and and he's a conservative. And they tried to say some bad shit about him, you know, to the point where Robert Downey Jr. was like, look, he's like, I'm I'm progressive as fuck. And Chris Pratt has only ever been good to everyone around him. So, like, it's crazy that, you know, another star has to sit there and, you know, basically stand up for someone else simply because they're conservative in Hollywood, you know? Um I just don't like that stuff. Like, if if you're a great actor, then regardless of your political affiliations or whatever, work your job, you know? Um, when it comes to canceling someone for what they say, that's just kind of different. I understand the business aspect of it, you know? If you have a business, you have a certain image you need to portray to the, you know, to the public. And in many cases... How you portray yourself to the public is what gets you money, you know? So, I understand having an agreement with with these actors saying, like, look, you need to adhere to our guidelines on what's acceptable or not. But the problem is, is like we were just saying, it's the hypocrisy of they're okay with China having internment camps, but they're not okay with with her specifically saying, like, look, if you're going to use politics to dest- like to destroy someone that's how the nazis first started out when they were trying to commit a genocide she's not saying that it was the holocaust she was literally pointing to the fact that there wasn't just like germans one day and nazis the next there was progressive steps in a process to get to that point and how did it start it started out with character assassinations via political views right like it it started with, yeah it, that's how it started and she was pointing out to that correlation and saying like look she wasn't saying that it was Nazi Germany but she was saying it has the potential to be because it's the same step that was taken in other countries that led to terrible things and we don't want that you know um do I think she should get fired for that no I don't like was she a great actor no she wasn't but she did her job well enough. Like, you know, I don't feel like what she was saying deserved for her to be blackballed and put on some list, you know? I liked her. I thought she was a good actress. She wasn't bad. She she played her part well. Um, you know, would I say she's an A-list actor? No, but... Yeah, she is. I mean, look, whatever floats your boat, bro. We could have different opinions on actors. Pedro Pascal's A-list. I love him. He's really good. Um, what was it they just cast him for? A big Wonder role. Woman. Huh? He's in Wonder Woman. Was he in Wonder Woman? Uh-huh. In uh, 1984? Yep. Okay. I still haven't watched it. He was, a, he was kind of a meme there, though. Oh, uh, okay. Hello, buddy. Okay. <laughs> I was upset because I wasn't paying attention to him. It'll be okay. 
Let's do some introductory questions. We still haven't done any. Um, all right. Uh, let's go with movies. What's your What's your favorite movie? Or at least a movie that you would recommend people to see right now. Um, movie I'd recommend people to see right now. That's crazy. Um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and log into my Netflix real quick and tell you what I'm just Okay, watched. okay. While you log in, I'll, I'll, I'll say mine. So uh, I'm a huge fan of the Aliens movie series. Um... So I went ahead and rewatched uh, Prometheus and Aliens Revenant. I think it is. I don't know the the, the two that go after each other. One was in twenty twelve. The other one is twenty seventeen. And um, I've been watching a right. shit ton of like documentaries lately. Oh, okay. So the like one of the main actors in both those movies is is a uh, is Fassbender. Is it Michael Fassbender? The guy who plays Magneto in the X-Men, like the younger Magneto. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, Fassbender. And uh, it's it's really great. I like it. I mean, all, I like all the Aliens movies, but these two were really well done. The acting was good. The, the plot was what Aliens normally is. Uh, but it was fun to see the mythos of, of where, how the Aliens basically originated, you know, in these movies. So, go ahead and give me yours, bud. You know, I don't have a favorite movie. Well, I do. It's Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Goodfellas. That's a good movie. Goodfellas. That's my favorite movie. But a movie that you'd have to watch now, I feel like, at this point, I feel like you would have had to have already seen most of the movies. But, uh, uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I've been watching. I was about to start uh, The Night Stalker. With um, uh, I have like um the docu series stuff. Oh, the docu series. I thought you were talking about the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. No, that I saw already. I saw that when it was brand new. I gotcha. Jake, it was a, that was decent. It was creepy, but it was decent. I think, I think Jake Gyllenhaal should have won some kind of award for that performance because I thought he, I thought he was nominated, right? Was he? I don't know if he won or not, to be honest. But just from what I remember from watching the movie, he creeped me the fuck out. Like, he was such a good actor portraying a creepy person that he creeped me the fuck out. And I'm yeah, someone, it, was, it was weird. And I'm someone who, like, you know, regularly watches horror movies and thrillers and all kinds of things that should creep me out, but don't really. And his performance was good. So... About no, that. the show Ozark. Okay, yeah. That's your, show. that's your jam? Yeah. Yeah, well, I've already completed it. I'm waiting for the next season, but it's a good show. I got you. Do you watch any? Um, I've been wa- but yeah, I've been watching a lot of, like, crimes, like, document, like documentaries. Okay. On, on, uh, what do you call have it? You on seen, Netflix. Have you seen Mindhunter on Netflix? That's not a docu-series. I haven't watched it. It's a, uh, I haven't watched it. It's good. If you like, uh, like serial killer stuff. I just watched, like, for instance, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez again. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if you saw that, but the reason he killed himself was because he wanted the abatement. And they granted him the abatement, 
Mm-hmm. And then later on, overturned it again and got rid of the abatement law. But I feel like that's illegal. I feel like you can't. Once it's decided, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, like going forward, sure, but you can't. Like he's already abated, and at that point, um, I think it was Robert Kraft pushing them to be like, nah. Like, I don't want to pay what a douchebag. this money. Yeah, I don't want to pay this I money mean, to this guy. Hernandez was was a douchebag, too, but at least he was trying to he, do... He, he, you know, you know, he killed a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. Like, he definitely deserved to be in prison. Uh, <laughs> but... It's crazy I mean, to think he was only 23. It Man, some of them start out young, bro. That gang life really hits... The poor people hard. But he, he wasn't even in a gang. I thought he was. I thought he was messing around with some gang members. No? I still... He was just a piece of shit murderer? Like, cause I didn't, I didn't watch the, docu- the docuseries, so... That's crazy. It's insane. The CTE really bad. Obviously, he, like, he had to And what's to crazy, have. too, is, is the CTE he had was, like, a million times worse than, like... Even like Crispin. Yeah. Like, that's just crazy to think about. Yeah. At twenty three years old, that his brain was already like that. Yeah. I mean, it's not surprising when you when you see these twenty five year old linemen who who's played like maybe two or three years in the NFL retire. You know. Um. CTE, man, that's that's some rough shit. So. And then I watched some docuseries on uh, this dude who basically killed his wife and kids. Like, his kids, he killed his wife, took the kids with him, buried the wife, and then put the, dropped one kid down in the oil tank and then dropped another one in the oil tank. Like, while they were, one of them was, like, a lot, was, like, kind of sleeping, didn't struggle, then the other one, like, was screaming, Daddy, no. And, like, he just dropped, like, how do you, like, to, I guess, start his new life with his new girl? Like, that's so, just crazy that's to so think about. That's fucked up, man. That, that's the kind of shit that just makes me pissed off in the world. Like, if you don't... I think they were in Colorado. Yeah. That's... Just, like, just fucked. It's 100% fucked. Uh, there's nothing good the about that. The wife had lupus and stuff. Oh, really? See, that's even just more shit here. He was like, and they were from North Carolina. My mom actually was in a group, a Facebook group with her for oh, lupus really? and stuff. Yeah. Oh. I didn't even know that until after, like, I watched it. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Some people are just fucked. Oh, I watched The Highwaymen. Bonnie and Clyde story. Yeah, yeah. With Woody Harrelson, that shit was good. Bro. It was good? I just watched that the other you, day. Yeah, do, it was good. Do you watch any anime? Nah. No? Oh, man. Nah. You're missing out, bro. Uh, like, it's just not really my thing. I don't know. I get it. It's not for everybody. Like, the most anime I watched was Avatar and Yu-Gi-Oh. Hmm. And that's not really anime. It It is, but... It isn't. It's it's more geared towards the younger crowd. Uh, some people think most anime is geared to, geared to the younger crowd, and that's just not the case. <laughs> most anime is most certainly for adults. <laughs> it's funny. 
just trying to be the next Pablo Escobar. You're just trying to escape prison like a half dozen times because you have a lot of money? So, yeah. I mean, I would like to just have a lot of money. That would be nice. I think most people would. Um, I don't want to do anything criminal to get it, though. All you need to do is move down to Mexico and... You know, change your name to El Capo. Change your name to El Capo, Chapo, whatever. Um, sell a bunch of cocaine, get into some drug wars, become victorious, and then yeah. you can do whatever Cobra, you want. Or, or you could just go be Cobra Kai, bro. Cobra Kai. Never just, dies. <laughs> bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a little crazy. It did I like Cobra Kai. Do you do, you do any reading? is actually a biography by Bush. Oh, really? Yeah. And how was that? Uh, long. Long? <laughs> uh, did he it wasn't a, bad, did though. He, he shot, just went over writer? why he made certain... He just kind of went over why he made certain decisions. Did he write it himself, or was it kind of... With assistance, I think, okay. probably. Yeah. He had somebody basically interviewing him, and he's like, this is what I did, and then they transcribed it into... Yeah, I feel like that's how most books are written, of that nature anyway. Well, I mean, it's a biography, so it's got to be written by other people. Yo, they put Scary Movie on, um, Scary Movie, what, 5 on Netflix? Oh, they did? I think so, unless it's been there. That might be a a movie series I need to rewatch. Because I only remember, like, the first two. And then after that, I don't remember anything. Not scary movie. I'm I'm talking about, like, the original Scream movies. You're a Scream. Huh? You're a Scream, bro. I'm a Scream? I mean, my voice is pretty loud most of the time. So, you're not far off. <laughs> yeah, mostly because the kids ain't going to bed. Uh, shit, they might still be awake, knowing them, but as long as they stay in the room and be quiet, it's fine, it's a weekend, so, you know, I don't really care about bedtime as much on the weekends. <laughs> so long as they stay in the room, it's alright, <laughs> that's typical dad right there, right? Is that what that is? I feel like mom's like, they should be asleep, and dad's just like, listen, if they're not bothering me, um, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't think my wife's too much again. Like, as long as it's the weekend. But see, when it's a school night, like, I'm not playing that shit. Like, you're going to bed. You know, if it's the weekend and they can sleep late and that means I can sleep late, I'm all about it. So. He said it's the freaking weekend, baby. He's about to have him some fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That beep, beep. Running my hands through my phone. Running through my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on 24s. Shit. You say you're 24, but you, you, you rocking like you a 30-something-year-old, bro. What you doing? Yo, bro, it's because I'm fucking... I'm wiser beyond my years. Wiser beyond your years. Yeah. There you go. So you listen to rap music exclusively, or... 
Is it more of a, a I listen to everything, but I mostly listen to rap. I got you. See, I'm more... Like, I listen to, like, Blink-182 and Linkin Park, and I have my My Chemical Romance. Like, I do, I listen to everything, but if I were to go on my playlist right now, it'd, it'd probably mostly be rap, hip-hop. I got you. Mine would mostly Maybe be a little rock. I've been rocking some old school Nelly though recently. On Spotify. Country grammar. Yeah. I use Tidal. Uh, Tidal's where it's at. Uh, Tidal gives the most to the artists. I mean, I get it. I like my, my Spotify. So. You What's up, to, Apple Music? You can listen to this podcast on Spotify. What's up? Does Tidal have podcasts? think so. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to look into it. Try to get my podcast on, on title also. I just don't know anybody who... Are you on Apple? You, I think you're the... No, I'm not on are Apple. We? You're probably the first person I've ever met who's actually uses title. Well, that's like a different breed. You're, yeah. They ain't built like... They, people ain't built like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one of my time. Uh-huh. Original. I'm a lion. Right, Vader? Something like that, right? Is that a puppy or is that a full-grown just dog that's small? He's also a puppy, but... He's pretty much not getting much bigger. I got you. What kind of dog is it? I can't really tell. He's mostly Chihuahua, um, but has Pomeranian in him, too. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm just not a huge, uh, small dog kind of person. Like, I feel like I'm going to step on him. So. Well, he stays pretty out from underneath my feet, you know. Yeah. He's a little guy. They've adapted to not get stepped on. I understand. I have a cat, so it's not as bad. I just like the larger breed of dogs, if I'm going to get a dog. I typically would, too, but it's nice having him because I have a little apartment, so I could just yeah. pick he's, him up real quick. He's apartment size. Hold him. Just a little buddy and just hangs out with me. He, he's perfectly content so long as he's, like, you know, right here. Yeah, yeah, Near yeah. Me. Right, buddy? Good boy. His paws are huge, though. Oh, yeah? He's got big-ass paws for the little guy. I kind of see him. I don't know. It's darker in your room, and then he's black, so the contrast is, uh... Wow, that's crazy to me. That's racist. No, 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 it's not. It's not racist. (laughs) Well, how do you know he's, his mom is white and his dad is okay? Oh, okay. I did not know how that. he came out black, on the other hand, I have no idea. I, but as soon yeah, as I but, saw the black one, I was like, Mom, I want that one. But like dog dog and cats, like I don't I don't know what what's going on with their DNA, you know? Like you can watch two calico cats get it on and you're gonna get anywhere from an orange to a white to a black to a mix to everything in that one litter, you know. Genetics be crazy in the minerals. But he's also what they call a merle. 
Because he's got spawn. Uh-huh, I see it. Hey, yeah. buddy. So I used to have a... And uh, you're black, which makes you one of the most rare types. You're worth a lot of money, you know that? <laughs> so if I'm ever down on my luck, I can sell you, right? <laughs> he said, fuck that, nigga. He's like, you better, you better give me some, some dog treats before you sell me. Can I sell you? So no? You can sell them to Justin Trudeau. Used to have a uh, a border collie part spaniel named Sadie, and she was one of the smartest dogs I've ever seen. Just she was on it. And one time I put her in the in a sheep yard, in my grandpa's sheep, and she had them rounded up in a corner in like a minute. No training, just pure. Uh, I don't know. I guess something she just picked up from her her ancestors or something. I don't know, but. Had them sheep rounded up in a heartbeat. I was like, damn, what's going on? So, you have any other podcasts? Can you round up some sheep? What do you think? Can you? He said he can't do it. He said he might try to eat the sheep, but not going to round them up. So you're not a shepherd's dog, huh? Nope. What are you good for then? Making tacos, probably. You can make tacos? <laughs> you said I can't do that either. So what can you do? Oh, you, you're annoying? That's it? I'm just playing. I love you, bud. <laughs> you have any uh podcast or anything you want to shout out? Actually, I don't usually listen to podcasts that much, other than like really? every now and then I'll listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I try, man. I play. I usually just hang out if I. You know, between video games and uh, I play D and D and stuff like that. So I try to, I try to listen to podcasts that have that, but it's hard to find really good ones. I don't even know how to play D and D. I mean, can you make believe, bro? You make something up, yeah. You can play D and D. How do you? But what I mean is, is like, don't you have to have like a? What do you like a? A character sheet. Like a person who you are. Yeah, you make up a person, and then you play that person. So where are you? Um, in my D and D campaign, I am a tiefling warlock necromancer. So a tiefling is basically kind of like a goat creature, but it's demonic. And a warlock's just like a spellcaster, and necromancer just tries to raise the dead to do his bidding. So, and then I play another role-playing game called Tortured Earth, and I'm a call it oh shit sorry and a lorn, which is like a a deer-like creature, and um. I started rec- recording with a group to release a podcast for that. So that'll be interesting. Hopefully it'll be out soon so people can start listening. And then I'm doing a... Uh, do you have conversations with uh, Timothy Hunt? I don't know what that is. Huh? You don't know who that is? He's somebody from the sports group. Uh... 
I don't. I don't even. So I don't even get on most of the sports groups anymore. I'll be real with you. I just. I found it boring to constantly go back and forth with people about whether or not like this football player is important or is good enough to be in Hall of Fame, and it's just like. That has, like, literal zero meaning to my everyday life. <laughs> to the point where it's like, I just literally felt like I was wasting time. Like, yeah, I've met some decent friends on there like you, but, like, at the same time, it's like the reason we became friends was because we had more than just sports in common. Those who I only talk sports with are, am no longer friends with. Um, you know, people like, for instance, Odarius, uh, I met, I thought was a decent person, turned out to not be. Right, then I meet other people like, you know, let's say Jordan, who's a diehard Giants fan. We disagree politically, but like, he's just like, we've understood and gotten along in other places. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I just felt like after a while, I was like, okay, I, I, I can follow the sports groups. I see what they post. I'll read comments uh, for entertainment, but I just don't feel the need to chime in and then get a bunch of notifications of somebody telling oh, me why I'm wrong. Said. Well, I was just asking you if you knew Timothy, like, because I have a lot of uh, political discussions with him, and it's usually between, like, him, me, and uh, Jared Henniger or whatever. I had him on the podcast. and uh, And, uh, well, Timothy invited me to do a a political podcast with him and some of his friends called the the Building Bridges Podcast. So I'm going to be recording for that. I think I'm gonna do my first episode with him Tuesday. Nice. And if it goes good from there, he said he, they'll probably have me back on. And he just, uh, excuse me, oh, man, get tired. Um, they have different views, but I think the podcast overall is kind of more left leaning. So they wanted someone a little more right leaning to balance it out. You know, have a different. A different look and view viewpoint on what they're whatever they're talking about. So that should be pretty interesting. I think I might have fun doing that. Better represent. <laughs> huh? Oh, better represent. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm gonna be my typical self, which is if I don't agree with something, I'm gonna call it out, and then I'll be more than happy to debate it. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Well. Find out, you know. Uh, Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to debate some people sometimes, you know. Um, it's, it's just kind of like our friend Adarius or Malik or whatever he calls himself these days. Um, you know, I've had respect for him because he can be smart. But I can tell he, he's very malicious sometimes, you know? And, um, I don't know, I just don't have room for people who want to be malicious, you know? Like, it's one thing to debate something politically. It's another thing to, to only do it just just to be a dick to somebody, you know? Um, well, especially when you're wrong. Well... Not only, <laughs> not only if you're wrong, but when you refuse to accept that you're wrong. Or you'll go... You'll take the extra effort to try to make it make yourself right. You know, I just, I'd rather just admit I'm wrong because it's so much less energy. You know, uh, just to figure out, okay, well, we just don't agree on it. You know, 
um, which is a lot of political topics. I talk to people where I'll debate them and then like they just refuse to admit that they're wrong. So I'm like, all right, well, we, we just we agree to disagree, I guess, you know. But me and you have a good thing because at least we can disagree and just go about our day, even though we don't disagree on a whole lot of stuff. No, we usually don't. Um, my friend Andrew, you'd probably like him. I see. I'm sure you've seen him comment on a few of my posts and stuff like that before. Uh, Andrew, he's pretty. He's, he's a, a very staunch libertarian. Proud of it. Uh huh. I don't think Kimmy's a good guy. He knows a lot about economics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I'm convinced that chihuahuas are Mexican cats. Oh, really? <laughs> because if you look at them, if you look at a chihuahua's history, they their history is almost identical to that of the cat. They were they used to hunt rodents, chihuahuas. Yeah. They and, they and they ran in packs, unlike other dogs. Wolves did, but they weren't dog. And they ran in packs. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like little mongooses running around. <laughs> little raptors. Basically, trying to, trying to take. They were small, down really down. smart too. Right, yeah. Vader? Your breed is smart. Smarter than they let on. For a little I while, anyway. Acting dumb. The acting dumb has, honestly, I think, is probably a defense mechanism. That way people just find them cute and don't want to eat them. Probably so. I don't know. They, they can be kind of aggressive, though. A lot of balls. all about how you train. Right? It's all about how you raise. You're a sweet boy. Do you a little dancey dance? Do a little dance. Make a little love. Get down tonight. Woo! Yeah, he just, he's Yeah. He doesn't usually make too much noise, all the nobody. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, like, I'll be trying to sleep, and I'll wake up to his paw, like, swatting me in the eye. That's pretty funny. Trying to wake me up. Please lick your butt, don't lick my face. <laughs> That's funny. Alright, buddy, well, I guess it's about time to wrap it up. Talk How long is your podcast usually? Uh two and a half, three hours. So we're How long we go? We're at about two hour mark right now. Gotcha. So. You know the thing is, is you, you should have pressed record as soon as you came in. We we yeah. talked so much well, beforehand. The funny thing is, <laughs> is most of my pocket like, because I try to have people in person unless they're out of state. Um, and like I'll talk for like thirty minutes in between episodes or in between like the breaks, you know, that I normally would take in an episode. And it's kind of like you said, like we'll talk for thirty minutes before we even start, and we talk for thirty minutes after we end. And then we talk for like 20 minutes in between the intermissions for each episode, you know? So yeah. it, I'll have like 
five hours worth of discussion, but only three hours worth of record, you know? Um, but... Well, yeah, we didn't really take any breaks, right? We just kind of went through. Well, that's, that's the whole thing. We didn't take any breaks, and then we just hopped all over the place. Uh, <laughs> all over the place. Literally. Um, I don't think there was anywhere we didn't go, except maybe, uh, we didn't go to Guam. To Guam. Mm, I've never been to Guam. Neither. See? Never, never been to Guam. Nope. Nope. <laughs> never been to Mexico, no, uh, either. I've been to Canada, though. Oh, I own a piece of Mexico. Does that count? You own a piece of Mexico? Yeah, a Chihuahua. Oh, right? oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I thought you were talking Mexican about cat. you actually own like land in Mexico. I'm like, man, you're you're one step into being a drug cartel now. No, I own land in Salvador, though. Does that count? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't own land there. <laughs> My family does, though. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Right, Vader. If you had you a bunch go of, down south and be a car, become a cartel leader with me. <laughs> if if you had a bunch of money, would, the U.S. And, government would pay me. And to you do it. And you sure. didn't have to. And you didn't have to live here in America. Like, what country would you want to go check out besides for America or let's say Canada or Mexico? Australia. Australia. Wanna live on the, you wanna you want to go to you want to go to the murder country. Like, you want to get murdered by the wildlife? Yeah. yeah. No, I'd want to go to, like, the coastal city where I can go swimming every day. If oh, I with, to. with the saltwater crocodiles? All right, bro. There's animals I'm, everywhere. I'm just, I don't just, care. I, dude, okay, dude. Huge transition. But when I moved <laughs> down here from, like, New York, bro... Brown recluse everywhere. Oh yeah, this oh, yeah everywhere. Yeah, yeah. This oh, snake everywhere. I, know, I was though. like, yo, I'm down here, and I'm like, yo, I'm gonna die here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> every day, I'm gonna send you pictures of Australian spider season, where like everything is covered in webs all over, just just to be like, bruh, like really? Not in, I feel like not in Sydney. Uh, mate, I don't, I don't know to be honest. I just see the pictures, and I'm like. That's some crazy shit. Like, imagine just opening your door and everything, as far as you can see, is covered in spider webs with spiders. But I think nah. I'd probably just hang myself with spider webs. Oh, I would just close my door and go back in my house and be like, where's my can of bug spray? <laughs> you know? I don't know. Just go out with grapes. Yeah, yeah, like... You, um, have, you have things in your back and on your side spraying, too. So you're just spraying everywhere. Your ankles have little sprays so they can't get on your feet or legs. Yeah. Like you're just out there like in a fucking robot costume of braid spray. Yeah. And then, like, I was I was watching a TikTok the other day, and there was some chick, and she's like, you know what every bathroom in Australia has? And it's like a huntsman spider just chilling. And yeah, like this, I've heard that. Yeah, this chick literally just showed her her huntsman spider that chilled in her bathroom next to her toilet, and she's like, "Look, they're not poisonous, and they kill all the other poisonous spiders that come around. So you know, you don't have to worry about dying by a venomous spider." And I'm like, "I mean, that's cool and all, but the huntsman spider is literally like one of the largest spiders in the world. It's a big spider, you know." Um, <laughs> just sitting there laughing, and I'm like. Imagine taking a shit and your husband's spider just like chilling next to you on the counter. It's kind of yeah, scary. Yeah, they're pretty big, right? Those are the ones that are like the size of like a dollar bill. Yeah, but the big ones can be like bigger than your outstretched hand. 
I'd be okay with that. They're not. Ve- they're not me. venomous. I mean, maybe. I mean, well, I guess if he's not gonna attack me, I don't, but a big well, I don't like that. I don't, would probably I don't try know, to get me. I don't know if they're aggressive. I said they're not venomous. In other words, it could probably bite you, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't like harm you. Like it wouldn't be life or death. It probably hurt. No, I mean, but that shit's probably gonna hurt like a bitch. Probably. I don't know. I don't know if they're aggressive or if they're friendly. Like they could just be one of those spiders that just likes to chill. You know. In which case, Huntsman like, spider. Yeah, look it up. Are they aggressive? Huntsman spiders are not known to cause harm to humans or to be aggressive and are therefore not generally considered dangerous. The bite of a huntsman spider, however, can be fairly painful and result in local swelling. Yeah. Well, I mean, I figure they're they're big. I mean, a dog could bite you, and it's going to be painful and result in local swelling. So, uh, I guess it's good to know that they're not aggressive, though. All right, hold on one second. That's good at ABC. Yeah, I know, huh? So. But yeah, so when I heard about these these toilet spiders, I was like, bruh, I was like, I don't know if I want to go to Australia anymore, you know. No, there's no way that every place has a constant spider just there. <laughs> I, they said it's pretty common, like the TikTok, the, the girl on TikTok from Australia said it was common. I was like, I don't know about all that, but okay. Um, I don't buy that, not one bit. I think if I was going to go live in a country, I'd probably want to go to Iceland. I think that's where I'd want to go. Iceland sounds nice. Yeah, everything I see, it's beautiful out there. And I'd be like, I think I would enjoy it. Now, I would like to see a bunch of different countries, like go visit them. But if I had to live somewhere else, I think I'd, I'd want to either go to Iceland or go to Ireland or Scotland, where my, my ancestors chilled. So. You don't like them at all. I told you they're big, man. <laughs> they're big. They're not small spiders. <laughs> that is that is huge, bro. Yeah. Imagine sitting on the toilet taking a shit and that thing just like crawls on your leg, just chilling. You know? I'd be pissed. Yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be afraid to move. You'd have to just kinda shoo it away. You know, just give it no, a No, I think he'd bite me. He'd probably bite me. I mean maybe. Maybe. I mean, Not maybe, definitely. If he's crawling on me and I go to get aggressive towards it, what do you think it's going to do? Well, you just give it a little bump on the butt, the abdomen, and, and it'll move along, I imagine. Uh, up my body. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I mean, look, bro. Uh, you, you just... First of all, think of how big it is, bro. It'd be like <laughs> flicking my phone. Like, <laughs> what the fuck that? Yeah. And that's just one spider. They got plenty more spiders over there in Australia. And snakes. And I mean, I'm pretty sure you could live out there just like you could live anywhere else. But I feel like Australia is just a place that's catered towards killing people. Just in general. All the wildlife is just ready to get you. Fuck Australia. 
Australia. Let's just blow it up. Let's just blow. I had a buddy of mine. I sent him. I sent him a, a, a picture of like their spider season, and he was like, "I don't understand why we haven't nuked that place yet." <laughs> you know, he's like, "There's nothing yeah, good in Australia. They're just gonna kill you." <laughs> and then I sent him the the toilet. I sent him the toilet uh, spider video, and he was just tripping out. It's just death waiting to happen. Pretty much. Makes me laugh um, every single time. I don't approve. It's just a toilet spider, man. They just they're they're your friend, okay? They're I, they're there to to eat your uh, I already like spiders, so You what? I said I already don't like spiders. I don't like them either. I don't hate them, I just don't like them. I mean I I don't know a whole lot of people who love spiders. I mean, if you uh, if you get rid of their fangs, I, they're kind of docile, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there's people who have pet snakes and and lizards and shit, and those things can be aggressive too. That's That's what. That's fine. I draw the line though when the spider is bigger than my hand. Yeah, well, I think that's the, the the main thing that I was pointing at is just like this fucking this this spider is bigger than my hand, and I'm I'm a big guy and I have big hands, and uh, yeah, I don't want to mess with something that's got like bigger than my hand. That's a spider. I'm I'm cool. I don't I don't need that in my life. If I see a, a poison spider in my house, I'll just use a fly swatter. You know, I don't need to employ the services of a hunts, huntsman spider to get the job done. Especially not in my bathroom while I'm trying to poop, you know. Yo, Huntsman's your friend. They are. They're they're your friend. They're your pet toilet spider. Yeah, they're your. Pooping <laughs> buddy. <laughs> you what? They they're your pooping buddy. Your pooping buddy. That's right. They're they're there to get you another roll of toilet paper if you need one. You know. I mean, if I could train it, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, if I could train a spider, I would definitely do that, just in general, you know? Um, that would be crazy, and my wife would hate me for it, most likely. I'd have an army of spiders. An army of spiders. Yeah. I don't know. They might think that you're, like, a terrible leader, and then they try to eat you. Then i die. You would. But... I think I'd be okay because I'd feed them other people. <laughs> oh, Do you, like just send your army, just send your army of spiders to like North Korea, you know, take out all the well, bad people. No, I'll just have them, you know, kill bad people. <laughs> I'll be like the Spider-Man, but like, sp- like Spider King, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Just you come to problems, I fix yeah, them. You'll be like, uh... The Pied Piper or whatever. The one that would control rats with his flute or some shit. Yeah. Except, except yours would spider. be spiders. Yeah. So that makes 100% sense. Like, yo, spider, go eat him. Go, <laughs> go get him, spider. And it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Because, like, they can compete with the other spiders. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just the, the interwebs. The <laughs> The, sp- the, sp- the spider internet on the web? Yeah. I, I got you. That's funny. The internet. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
Alright, man. I'm down to do this again anytime, but I think it's about time that I get ready for bed. I gotta be up tomorrow and do some homework. I got you, man. Well, this let's we'll go ahead and wrap this episode up. Um, I'm your host, Trevor. This is Fixie's Playground. That was Alex. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. It was fun. We were all over the place, but uh, I had a good time. It was a good discussion. I hope yeah. we get a lot of it. Yep. So you have a good night, man, and I'll catch you later. Have a good night. All right. <laughs>